what's up everybody and welcome back to baseball connection lots of fireworks around the league so to speak on the 4th of july hope everybody had a good holiday if you are in the united states if not hope you enjoyed some july 4th baseball because it's the only sport or it's the only major sport that is going on at this time of year so it gets all the attention it's really synonymous with the holiday so let's jump right into it and see what happened around the league on independence day so many places we could start but let's begin in san diego where the mariners took on the padres for an interleague matchup mariners won this game 8-2 and we're hearing a lot of noise now about julio rodriguez you know a lot of people are saying he should be an all-star now he's really blossomed he's really come into his own this is his rookie year you know, we were talking about a slow start, but it was just that a few weeks, maybe a month of a slow start. But he's been on fire. He homered again. You know, he had homered the day before in Seattle. Now he homers again in San Diego with his 15th bomb of the year. Raised his, well, yeah, I guess temporarily. On the night, he was one for five, but he's hitting 275 with an 824 OPS. And he is really the best hitter's the best hitter in that Mariners lineup. Absolutely. And, you know, he he and others had a good day at the dish. J.P. Crawford, three for five. Abraham Toro, two for three. Chris Flexen was really getting the job done on the mound. He went six and two-third shutout innings with eight strikeouts for the M's. And the Mariners kind of just jumped all over Sean Manaya, who gave up four runs in three and a third innings, including that Julio Rodriguez home run. Which which kind of that kind of chased that home run kind of chased Manaya out of the game, and yeah, I mean with the Mariners, they are second in the AL West. They're forty and forty two. You know they have been teetering on the brink of you know playoff of the playoffs the past couple of years. You know last year it came down to the final game of the season. They're hoping to break through and make it this year but it's it's going to be tough it's going to be tough but the Mariners are on a good stretch right now they've won six of their past seven they've taken four straight series and with within two games of 500 they're going to have to keep their foot on the gas but um they have guys who who are who are doing their best to make sure that they stay in contention so um i mean we'll see AL wildcard race is going to be tough. You have teams like Tampa Bay. You have Toronto in that mix. You know, Seattle is, is is trying to put themselves in that mix too. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, Julio Rodriguez making noise up there in Seattle. Definitely. Um, I mean, he was named AL Rookie of the Month for June. And he's, he's definitely leading that race right now for Rookie of the Year in the American League. By the way, I would say uh, National League Rookie of the Month, I guess since we're t- on the topic, it was Michael Harris of the Atlanta Braves. I talked about him the other day or a couple of days ago. I really like what this guy's doing. Michael Harris was Rookie of the Month in June, and he's only been up for about a month. I mean, he was up, he got called up like end of May, so you know he hasn't even been up for two full months in the big leagues yet, but he's been really good. Um, in 27 games in June. He had 347, four homers, four steals, and a 945 OPS. So 
good stuff. He's a he, he's a 21 year old Georgia native. You know, I always talk about how it seems like the Braves like local guys. I mean, can you blame them? It's a hotbed of talent. Michael Harris is the latest one coming up that system. He's not the only one on that team from the area. Dansby Swanson is an Atlanta native. You know, they have guys in their farm system that are Atlanta natives. So uh, obviously uh, their first baseman, Matt Olson, is an Atlanta native. Lots of guys. Moving on, let's head to Milwaukee, where Seiya Suzuki made his return to the lineup with an electric inside-the-park home run. So the Cubs lost 5-2 in 10 innings, but seeing Seiya Suzuki back in the lineup was a was a very welcome sight for the Chicago Cubs. He had been absent for 39 days due to a left-hand injury. But he came off the injured list and I mean, he got the first inside the park home run for the Cubs since August 2017 when Javi Baez did it in San Francisco. And he, he turned on the Jets. Absolutely. He was he was also around the bases, 28 and a half feet per second and looked healthy to me, looked healthy to me. Absolutely. I mean, that's a good way to welcome yourself back. So, I mean, back on May 26, Suzuki sustained a left ring finger sprain while he was sliding in a second base in Cincinnati. And I mean, yeah, he had a strong stretch in April, but I mean, leading up into that game, he had been struggling for 22 games. He had just 192. And um, he was NL Rookie of the Month in April, but took a step back in May. Now he's back. Hopefully he can uh, get on the right track. But he looked pretty good yesterday. I mean, he was running fine, but is that hand okay? That's That was a really good swing out there in Milwaukee. He hit it hard off the fence. And he had actually three hard hit balls on the day. He had a fly out to center, registered at 99.9 miles an hour off the bat, and a single in the seventh inning with 103.9 miles an hour. So the exit velo tells us that the hand is feeling good, and hopefully he will be able to contribute a lot to this Cubs offense. Let's head to Los Angeles, where Trace Thompson is back with the Dodgers. So we know Trace Thompson a little bit. He's played in the bigs here and there. You know, we can't mention him without saying that he's the younger brother of NBA star Clay Thompson. I, I don't I know some people kind of don't like when 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 you uh, talk about a a stars like if you have someone who has a sibling, right? And you're like, oh, this person has a name. Let's not always say that they're so-and-so's brother or sister or son. But I think it's fair. I mean, come on. Let's be let's be honest. Well, there's nothing wrong with saying this is Clay Thompson's younger brother. But he had a great performance of his own, a three-run homer for the Dodgers yesterday. So this is Trace Thompson's second stint with the Dodgers. He played with them you know, before, like years ago, six years ago, back in 2016. And... You know, Trace Thompson said he remembers it like it was yesterday, July 3rd, 2016, rounding the bases after taking John Gray D4's 13th home run of the season. And, you know, six years, it's been a long road. He, he was, you know, he's been bouncing around different teams, but now he's back at Dodger Stadium, hitting another home run at Dodger Stadium, wearing this uniform for the first time in six years. And that was a big blast. That was a big blast. And the Dodgers get a 5-3 win over the Rockies. And that's good. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Independence Day um, at Dodger Stadium wearing their home whites. I don't know. Something just looks really good about that scene. They, they look. That's a good looking 
uniform, especially some of the guys wearing the stars and stripes sleeves and things like that. Julio Urias was on the bump. He struck out seven. Looked really sharp. But uh, yeah, Dodgers get a 5-3 victory in L.A. Let's head to Houston, where Jordan Alvarez provided the theatrics. The, the, the Astros were five runs down. They were down five runs against the Orioles, and they came back to win 7-6 and capped it off with a Jordan Alvarez walk-off home run. It was the largest come-from-behind win of the season for Houston. Their previous high was a three-run deficit against Texas on June 14th, but coming down from a five-run deficit. I mean, Jordan Alvarez is coming off a special June where he was AL Player of the Month, leading the American League in batting average, OBP, slugging, and OPS. But this is just a continuation of what's been a very special year for him. He also leads the majors in OPS, slugging percentage. I mean, this dude is now sneaking his way into MVP conversation. And Astros just stay hot. They have they've won a lot of games. This is a team year after year. I mean, we know they're going to be good, but they just remind us that this is a team. They're, they're not. You can't say they're a dynasty, but they're just like really good every year. And they retool. They don't. We're never scared about them. Oh, they lost. So, you know, they've lost players. They lost George Springer. You know, okay. Well, they lost Garrett Cole. Well, okay. And then they still find a way to make it back to the World Series very often. So, back to back days with walk off home runs for them. That's good stuff. So, lots of stuff going on. There was a triple play in Chicago. The Twins had a triple play thanks to Byron Buxton and Gio Urshel. This is the first 8 5 triple play. So, 8 5, that's center fielder to third baseman. Buxton makes a Crazy grab out in center field, throws it to third base. Giorgio makes you know, a tag and, and all finishes the job. But um, first time that's ever done, that's ever been done in baseball history, and good stuff. So Twins win six three over the White Sox in ten innings at Guaranteed Rate Field. Uh, you get that, you get that play, and um, yeah. So this is where we stand, folks. This is where we stand. If you enjoyed this. Please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.